Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. I like to just bring it in while we're all chit chatting and start with a uh, welcome back to Chacharoon. Because <laughs> it makes her giggle. I also like it. <laughs> crunch, crunch. Crunch real loud in the microphone. I am Candy here with Noodle. How you doing, Noodle? Hey, Candy. How's it going? It, you know, it's going okay. Yeah. I mean, good. it's not all doom and gloom, I guess. So I mean, that is a huge improvement over the last like five or six episodes we've recorded for you. I mean, you know what shit out there is doom and gloom. But you personally are not so doomy. I'm not gloomy. wallowing in it today. Right? This afternoon you're, is wonderful. You're ankle deep as opposed to neck. Ankle deep. A- ankle dick? Is yeah. that what I said? Nobody ankle likes deep. ankle dick. Um, this month, we are doing a grab bag. Grab, grab bag. bag. Woo. Grab you bag can plus. Woo. Right? I clapped. And I Very a, lightly. I heard a golf clap. We're, we're grab bag plus guest. We are grab bag plus guest. Uh, this is grab bag three. A grab bag episode is made up of questions, comments, topics from you that we try our very damn best to answer in uh, or chat about in the five minutes allotted. And truthfully, also, not just like say a thing, but say a real thing. So we try to say a real thing, like an important sometimes thing. Sometimes it's heavy, sometimes it's light. It varies wildly. I mean, like, I feel like the first grab bag, it was all just, like, nonsense, and then we got a little bit more serious, much like this season. But much, much like this season. I appreciate not knowing if the grab bag bin is going to be nonsense or not. Yeah, I mean, it depends on who sent us stuff. Ooh. Could be anything. I've it. really got to start working with jingles and stuff. <laughs> that would have been a nice, like, Wayne's World sound. Our limited, but we will have extra sound effects today because we have the baby with us. We have the baby. We are joined today by the men folk. Yes. We are joined by dude and the husband and baby human. Right? It's is, just like is it's a. That a how we refer to as dude, the husband. I, I, I'm, the I'm guessing that is now our uh, nickname. I, I only will respond to the husband from now on. <laughs> the, not just husband, it's but the husband. The husband. Which I actually wrote down with a capital T. Oh, So we're going to have the occasional uh, mm-hmm. crying sounds in the background, oh. and every now and then I'm going to be like, oh, put them on the boob, just just yeah. so the, the listening audience is aware of what we're doing. Just so you know what's going on. We got snacks, we got babies, we got baby making a face on the pack and play at me. I'm going to have to stick my face on that eventually. Yeah, he, he's definitely doing that full, like, press yourself against the screen, mm-hmm. blow a mm-hmm. raspberry situation. And the water bottle. There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. He he crawled yesterday for the first time. Yeah, that I was mean, a great video. Shit, yeah, right? applause, applause for that. Well done. Applause baby for human. for baby human. Oh, he looked up. He did. He was like, <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, oh, just the littlest bit of yeah. tear in his face. Like <laughs> I, I'm cute. I'm. You know what? It's hard. It's yeah, hard being yeah. tiny. It's hard being an itty bitty baby. Uh, we're gonna dive into this. A uh, super fun bucket of weird very, very soon, I guess. Uh, would you guys like to say hello? Hi, I'm And, and introduce the yourselves husband. as other than. <laughs> oh, other, I mean, other than? I, we, I feel like it's better. About, we talk about you guys a lot. You yeah. know, we, we tell stories about you. We reference you in, you know, casual conversation. You're always flattering, like, because we assume you listen. Uh, you do <laughs> listen, right? You do listen. So, yeah, let's uh, tell us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. 
The details of my life are inconsequential. <laughs> Summers in Rangoon, luge lessons. <laughs> no, um, uh, I'm the husband. I'm married to a noodle and uh, father to the baby human. And uh, that's not. I, what, what would you like to know about me? It's not me, darling. It's what is, listen what, do the li- what does listen to fans? Want to know? Our, our I mean, I assume you've covered fans. all the important stuff. Uh, I, I do Can a. Can you tell us a fun fact? I do a, a Dungeons and Dragons live stream uh, on Monday nights on Twitch called Total Party Kills. Good shout out. That I, I, I understand who you are. I assume mm-hmm. you all watch. <laughs> I assume everyone Just is as much as you're assuming that I'm up. listening, I assume that you are all watching that. Ours as well. is once a month, dude. <laughs> and uh, next person uh, I guess I'm dude um, Residing with Candy <laughs> Not married as of yet As of yet uh, As of the current That's going to be confusing Because wow. then you are going to be the husband too And then what are we going to do And then what? We're going to have to restructure I mean, so the entire show th- th- Let's just stick with dude for now <laughs> That's, that's uh, maybe totally I'll fine get, Maybe I'll get a new nickname Alright It's a chance to switch That's so cool I'll see what I can do. I've got seven ideas. This is very serious posse like organization. <laughs> all right, all right. So that's who's in the room. It's Any nicknames you come up with, though, have to be approved by the rest of the group. The so. other dude. The, uh, yeah, the I mean, other you, dude. You said no to all of the nicknames we've come up with you. Dude so. number two. So I just got stuck with dude. Well, yeah. I just refer all to right. you as dude because I'm, well, quite frankly, I have issues. And uh, it was... True <laughs> fact. <laughs> The transition from like, I'm You're not going to talk about him on the show. I don't need anyone to be all up in my fucking business. To then talking dude. about you on but, the I mean, show. you can have a name and be a person. I could. <laughs> That's, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. yeah. My name is Dustin Prince, and I also um, co-host another podcast occasionally with Ben Eisen, All Time Top Ten. All Time Top Ten. Which I did with Candy fairly recently. We did. We did it's, the 90s. It's, it's a fun podcast. It is a fun yeah. podcast. Yeah. Most of us have been well, on it a few times. To. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you, when I'm on it, <laughs> I'm on it. It's fun. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna play the game. We're gonna give some instructions. If you've listened to a grab bag before, it will be a little bit different. Uh, the beginnings of possibly a whole new game because I like to uh, I like to well I like to pretend that I'm a, a designer and also an inventor. And we're all staring at the baby right now. Hence the the tiny. Tiny. I'm just going to pick them up. Yeah, pick yeah, them up. Yeah, just pick them up. I was originally thinking we could do this in the, the bedroom. We could put the family on the bed. <laughs> put a little play mat there. Everyone could get cozy. Why don't you, why don't you? he crawls himself off the bed. Well, no, I mean, you guys would have to be human walls. Just immediately. Human go. Walls. He's always eating. He's going to eat your headphones. He's, yeah, that's, yeah hey, right. but look, look how content. Hmm. Not even. He might have pooped. Oh, that's like that's perfect. <laughs> distance, by the way, not the poop part is perfect. The distance between your mouth and the microphone <laughs> from yonder—that's right. that's what I'm talking. But poops too. Are we, are we rolling the die? Uh, no, we are. I think oh, we're, no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with once we once we get there with the what you reading noodle. So what you reading noodle has to start with a correction for the second episode in a row. Yeah, right. Good. Lord, girls, do your research, ladies. Uh, it turns out Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil is about Savannah, not New Orleans. Thank you, James, uh, for letting us know. We always like to be presenting the correct information, so uh, 
please always tell us when we're incorrect. We strive to. Yeah, we try. Um, so I am reading Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. And here is the thing about Frankenstein. All of the myths that we know, like the story of the it's alive, blah, blah, none of that is in the book. Absolutely not one second of that is in the book. Uh, the book is written encapsulated within a series of letters between some other totally random character and his sister, like runs into Dr. Frankenstein in the Arctic on a bobsled, and Dr. Frankenstein is recounting his tale of creating the monster without really giving any details, like how he created the monster. That whole Igor doesn't exist. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, basically, mm-hmm. I hated it. And that makes me feel bad because, you know, you want to support women writers. It's a gothic tale. It is a gothic tale. I'm not into it. Uh, so that was unfortunate. <laughs> However, can you still hear me okay? Because a little bit. Pull your mic really closer if you can. Remove the He's microphone like, from me. Oh, no, Dad's know. got him. This is better. It was a tiny, at yeah. a time, like a cat. Yeah, little, yeah he was just like shoving it little uh-huh. bits at a time. Uh-huh. Uh, this is, this is going to be a, an interesting I, I know it's gonna be fun. Um, I, mean, I think it's fun. The other book is Dead to Me by Mary McCoy, which like I feel really bad for this person because she wrote the book and then this TV show came out with the same name and I don't know what's gonna happen to the book because I read a uncorrected proof, so it hasn't been released yet and gonna be awkward when it does. <laughs> or she'll just like change She's the title. Weird. Mm-hmm. But I think it might have actually been a YA by accident, and it's a hard boiled detective novel uh, a la Dashiell Hammett about like a murder mystery in Hollywood in the 50s and it was great I really enjoyed it and the main character is a 14 year old girl who's like out to save her sister it was great that sounds fantastic thumbs and up on that one 100% because of the show not at all what I would have considered <laughs> very, very we also mm-hmm. have the dogs here we, mm-hmm. we didn't even we mention do. that the dogs oh, are we also have too. puppers in the house yeah, yeah we're, we're a full house today so those are uh, those are the books that I'm reading. One that mm-hmm. I feel like meh, and one that I was like, cool. Right. I'm bummed that you don't love Frankenstein, but I understand. Yeah. Well, the next thing I'm reading is because uh, because you know all these books are um, free on the Kindle because they're public domain. Is Dracula, which I'm definitely gonna like. Uh, which I have definitely read. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Fun to talk about. You gotta be better than Frankenstein. Have you seen the first movie? Have you seen Bram, the Bram Stoker's? No, probably not, right? No, of course not. You can. It's not. You can. It's not. It's like totally safe. That's reassuring. And uh, I kind of fucking hated it. So. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so I would love for you to watch that. We could talk about that after you. I saw the, the Bella Lugosi scary one, the Nosferatu, which I feel like it's like the same, but it's not. It's Nosferatu is, Nosferatu. oh, we're getting, you know, it's a deep right. vampire nerd deep dive. Vampire. Deep. I had to watch that in college. Deep university. Uh, and oh, I, I remember being like really nervous about it, being mm-hmm. like, "Am I gonna be scared of everything?" And I was like, "Oh, that's right. Movies weren't scary. Movies for weren't a long scary." Time. Uh, did you guys see Nosferatu? I think I watched it in like a cinema class in high yeah. school. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I haven't seen the original in many, many years. Yeah. We could do that. We'd have a viewing night. Sure. We could record that. That's fun. But drinks and baby, yeah. and we should get we should get baby human in. Really, on the yeah, scary stuff. Yeah, the scary stuff, for sure. Uh-huh. Like, build up an immunity. So this way, he'll be like, hey, mom, you want to go to see blah, blah? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> take someone else. One of the other grown-ups right? will take you. You can There's go with any of your aunts and uncles. Definitely a grown-up will take you to see a scary movie. Josh definitely wants to go see that. Josh 100% is always going to I don't even know which movie it is, and Josh wants to go see it. Josh already has a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this grab bag, we are going to uh, play it a little bit like 
a game. Um, the person who is reading whatever they're going to pick out of this folded uh, paper in a bucket situation because we are... Uh, we have integrity and we're true to our word about not knowing what we're about to read. Mystery right? question. Like Mystery question. Uh, we are going to drop a bunch of dice, a, an entire set of D&D dice actually, into a game board lid where I have made uh, some little sections with everybody's name on it. And as we go, I will explain what we do. But two minutes for the person who it lands on, five no. minute open discussion, and then there might be other little things as we Is go. it the total amount of of numbers in the dice? If no. you add them together, just the dice. Okay. Very, good. very I good s- question. I'm it's the amount uh, where the majority of the dice land. Good. Which I, little patch of person name? I was told there would be no math. There. Oh, I would not make a game with math. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no math at all. So our options here are candy and noodle, just noodle, the whole group, guest. Mm-hmm. So. One of these guests is Mike, and one of these guests mm-hmm. is Dustin. Just rando guests. Which yeah. one's me, and which one's? We should Dustin. maybe label those, or maybe they should both have to answer. Oh yeah, yeah. And That's then better. open to discussion. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I like it. And then there's candy, and there's there's guest again. So okay. Can you guys hear that? Ooh, that's ambiance, man. Uh, there's four on guest, so that's gonna be the gentleman. I'm gonna it's, get the timer. This is rigged. I think she did that on purpose. It seems so. Sure did. I 100% jostled these. I, like, I can't roll these dice because I got the baby, so. No, it's, it's fine. And this and is going. First question. Two minutes to both guests. For the dudes. To uh, discuss an answer. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family think that you had done? That's a great And question. that's two minutes for both of you starting now. Ah. <sighs> When do you want to go first? Or? I've either broken into a video game store, a music store, or a liquor store, and it's probably only one of those three things. I mean, realistically, it's probably something stupid like drunk driving, honestly. I mean, well, that's I, just not fun. I would never do that now when that, in the age of Lyft and Uber. That, that's mm, just, yeah, that's that ridiculous. ended a while back. Uh, so let's make up something a little more interesting. So if I were going to be arrested for doing something... It would probably be, uh, I was probably going to a LARP, and I was dressed up as like someone carrying around a big foam axe or something like that, and, uh, the, you know, the nosy Karen called the police on me, and I was like, just carrying a, a big fake foam weapon around, dressed up as an orc or something. Yeah, that's probably what would happen. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then we open to the group, Candy. What you getting arrested for? Um, I assume my friends would assume it had something to do with buying drugs. Fair. <laughs> More than likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's be honest. I've killed somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> like, that's that's hundred percent what's happening. I have just like rage, blacked out, and um, chopped somebody into a lot of tiny pieces. I don't think that I would assume that's what happened. But if I found out is what happened, I don't know that I'd be surprised. Yeah. I don't think I would assume. Here's what I would assume. I'd be like, oh, Noodle yeah. got arrested for. She was at some protest or something, and, I and yelled too loudly at police officer and <laughs> got arrested. I mean, that's that's again, that's like a realistic version. But <laughs> I'm glad that killing someone is not a realistic version. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Only baby, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, I could also see Candy giving a cop a sarcastic look and going, I'm not that high. Oh, you know what? Uh, if me getting arrested for my mouth would not be a surprise. That's pretty realistic, too. Yeah. 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 I like it. Doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's. Can 
we all like it. that Let's try. I don't know if I can do it again. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's an important sound. <laughs> that is an important sound. <laughs> all right. Baby's well, happy. Go this way. Baby's okay. So it's my turn. I'm going to turn off the uh, the uh, situation there with the. Okay. Here, here I go. All right, candy is rattling them dice. Roll them bones. Is that, is that, do you say that? Roll them bones. <laughs> is that a thing, or is that from a different game? You, you did it on Guest again, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. This game is slightly yeah. harder. Of course you I see how It's I totally see on Guest again. That is for sure what uh, happened. The baby will be answering As, as in the averages. Funny, funny, though, my triangle is the largest, because mm. I did not do this to scale. Uh, so, Guest, let me pull a... pizza pie over here. Yeah, that, that's my piece. I'm going to pick a thing out of the... I, you guys, I'm just Bradlins for the baby now. Show over. This is what we're doing. Here. This is the next... No, I got to pay. You got it. Noodle. She's, she's not going to be the able leg. to stop. <laughs> stop the leg. Sorry, I'm, I'm doing it. I feel like we're having another earthquake. Doing a nervous mouth. <laughs> I apologize. All right, here we go. Oh, this one's really skinny. <laughs> okay, this is opposed to our guests. Again, two minutes for guests. I'm very glad uh, it's not for me. What do you like about your job? <laughs> uh, everything. Thank you for employing me. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate being having a job. <laughs> I do, like people can hear this, right? So, oh yeah, yeah, no, this is super yeah. public. This is I, I. You know what? I have a really, really great job. I really, really like it. So you really like all the people that you work with? Yes, very much so. Especially my very, very forgiving boss. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I also assume that your boss listens to our podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, guest number two. Mine is easy. I no longer have to deal with customers. I get to work from home one or two days a week. I only have one real coworker that I have to deal with almost every day, and she's awesome. And I get to go to free concerts, and they give me a paycheck. So, so it sounds like combined, like I'm not unhappy at all like uh, with my daytime life. It's, well, it's, 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 it's all right. I think that that was a healthy, balanced response of uh, facetiousness and real, genuine enjoyment of other people's company. Who was facetious? Dustin? Nobody. No, I think just an air. Okay. Just an air. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah. Careful treading. Just, yeah. Uh, and that was, oh, you guys did that with 47 seconds less at left. We are going to, there's no reason to go five minutes for this on everybody else. We'll do another two on a group discussion. Noodle, what do you like about your job? I, mean, I love working from home. Uh, I I like my coworkers, and I really like the fact that my job uh, covers a variety of things. I don't do the same thing every day. Uh, right. It changes a lot. I get to do a combination of like creative thinking and uh, editing other people's work, which we all know I I love to edit. <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoy. Uh, in fact, because Friday was a pretty slow day because most of the people had off. Let me make this fun. My new boss sent out a presentation to the group and was like, hey, like, take a look at this and let me know your thoughts. And because I didn't have anything else going on, I let him know my thoughts. And I sent an email and I was like, the, the bonus of a slow day and asking me my opinion is you get like the full weight of my like in-depth analysis of whatever it is that you presented. But like the serious downside is that you get the full weight of the analysis of whatever it is that you presented. Um, so I enjoy that part. <laughs> that part's great. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and you know, I've I've been with this company for a long time, and I've had the same boss for a long time. I just recently changed, but my boss previously, Trisha, is like phenomenal and has been really inspiring and motivating and all those really good things. So I've had a great experience. With yeah, my job. Very nice. Do I have to answer the question? No. Thank you. No, I do. Right along. No, because you know what? Let's let's be like positive balance people or whatever. Uh, I enjoy that I get to test and make decisions regarding the hardware and software in the office. That I enjoy quite right, a bit. You've learned some really good software really stuff. Have, yeah. So you yeah. know, infrastructure, data management. Uh huh. I've worked some things IT I did not work crap. with before mm-hmm. when it, in regards to database administration, yeah. and that's that's nice. Yeah, and I get to spend a lot of someone else's money. That does not suck. I like ordering the stuff. I like pushing the click button at CDW. That's what I like. And uh, moving on. That's so funny. CDW, one of our really big partners. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate their service. It's great. Uh, Yeah, this is not a sponsored show. Uh, We're moving on. Are we moving counterclockwise? We are. Here you go. It is now to Dustin. Oh, that sounds great. (laughs) That sounds awesome. Oh, great. I've got two on the line. We're going to have to maybe take two on the line. I think that's a me. That's a candy. That looks like a candy to me. That's a candy. That's fair. There's two two directly in Noodle. But there's two directly in group as well. So I'm going to go with two on the line and one dead set. That's how I'm doing it. Which is still really two. Two on the line plus the one in candy. Yeah, that's candy. Right, it's three over two, right? That's how we're, I mean, that's, I'm eyeballing it. I mean, it's really just who goes first. Pretty much, pretty much. Well, we could have a different discussion. I could have posed a question last time for group discussion in regards to the overall topic. I did not, but I can have. (laughs) We will use that voice when uh, (laughs) posing a group question. Uh 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 Uh-oh. Here's a fatty one. That's not what the paper says. That is a fatty one. That's not what the paper says. What is your favorite piece of furniture? Ooh. Oh. Right. right. Are you giving it to me? Um, my favorite piece of furniture now, currently, I think, is that bookcase that I got from Cost Plus World Market that I really, really enjoy. It's, uh, it's very deep. You can easily put two uh, upright standing rows of books on each shelf. It's in pretty good construction. It's heavy. Uh, my favorite piece of furniture I've ever owned, I think, is... Um, backstory. Uh, my mom's company, which owns houses, they bought this house that they were going to turn to a rental property, and the people they bought it from left all of their parents' stuff inside both their parents had died, and everything was inside. Retro house, 50s-style metal home. Everything was metal. They left all of their shit in there, including all of their furniture. And I took a whole bunch of the furniture. And one of them was, I want to say it was like a telephone table, a real low corner unit with like two tiny cabinets in the side and like a nook in the back and like a pretty shelf. And like, I liked it. That was, that was my, that was my favorite piece of furniture. It, do you have it? No, I don't. I didn't bring any of it to California when I moved from it's Illinois. Probably incredibly heavy. I brought none of the furniture. Yeah, it was all vintage furniture, so it was very heavy. Yeah, bummer. Weird question. Um, or weird that I had such a specific no, answer. No, I, I think I think that was a great question, and uh, I like that you had such a specific answer. I love furniture. Um, I'm going to start a five minute general discussion, guys. How much furniture do you have that you've? Because none of us are from here. Did you move across the country with furniture? I, I yeah, I moved across the country with all my furniture and don't have any of it anymore. Mm. I have I have one very important piece that has moved with me everywhere since high school. What's that? It is uh, this 
tiny little footstool type mushroom um, that was originally like bright technicolor orange. And I got it from my high school English teacher. Uh, because whose high school English teacher doesn't give you furniture? Dr. Mm-hmm. Gaetano Santa Lucia, who mm-hmm. was also the one of the greatest teachers I ever had. He would like blast opera in the morning during his homeroom, just as loud as he could. He'd give away opera records whenever anybody did something good. Uh, I, like, I believe he gave me Vivaldi's Four Seasons for a presentation one time. That's actually really cool. Yeah, right? And uh, so he gave me this mushroom, and it's like perfect to sit on. It's really little plush. My mom, actually, when I when I left for California first, I left it at home, and I said I would come back and get it later because I was driving across country in a Geo Metro, and there just wasn't room. And uh, I came, when she brought it, when I got it, it was... Uh, it was she had completely covered it in like brown leather because she says an adult cannot have an orange mushroom in their house. You need to upholster this. So she upholstered it for me, and uh, it's 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 like the best thing. I've I've taken it with me for everywhere for the last twenty two years, and uh, the kid likes it too. The baby human, the yeah, baby he, human. That's actually the item he was crawling to yesterday. Oh. So he was very excited by the mushroom. And Noodle went and sat on it, and he was just like, boop, 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 boop. Mine. Mushroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mushroom looks great in the in the brown, mm. and it actually feels more like it came out of like a professor's office now that it's brown, I think. I feel more like it's professory. He was a weird guy. He was I, re- a- I really liked him. He was, he was he had this he looked like he looked like Dr. Mario. He was sort of like, that's wonderful, Michael. you, you have you have such a, a unique voice. You should write more. You, you really need to do more writing, Michael. He was the a baby's great. reaction to that voice <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> He's, he was a great guy. You don't like this voice? Oh my God, what's wrong? <laughs> 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 like I he think he really it. likes He's it. Smiling. Yeah, He's he smiled big. Uh huh. Dustin, furniture? Any, any? I didn't bring anything across the country with me, no. Um, I think all we had was. It was me and a friend of mine that came across the country. We had clothes and an 8-bit Nintendo. That was what was important. The important thing. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes to my favorite piece of furniture, I don't necessarily have one specifically, but as you well know, I just, I love storage furniture. I want chests. I want things that open, hold stuff, and then lock on the outside. There's chests all over the place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boob joke. Um, There it is. I had a full set of beautiful furniture from Goodwill, like two dressers. <laughs> no, no, it was it was pristine. It was perfect. Everything. And it was like a full set of... Two dressers, a enormous mirror, two nightstands, a headboard, a footboard, like the whole thing in this like beautiful cherry, like not not like that like blondie cherry, but like actual red cherry. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mahogany, but it was, it was like bright red. Uh, and I paid a bajillion dollars to get it across the country and I think I kept it for like six months. Right. It was just, I just, you know, it was time to go. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much and uh, within within five minutes of it arriving in California, we broke the mirror trying to hang oh, it out. You no. got it all the way here all and then the way you here, broke it. And then broke it. Yeah. Which is pretty devastating. But uh, hey Giz, if you're listening, do you remember how great that furniture was? <laughs> uh, that was in, in the first apartment that, we, that I lived in with uh, my roommate Giz. We had it was beautiful and uh, didn't last. See, people have fond, fond furniture stuff. I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking. He just looked right at me and smiled like I said something made of magic. That was very magical. Okay, moving on. Right, moving Mike. on. Uh, Mike, you, it's your turn to shake or roll. Oh. Did we lose one? Lost one. 
Don't splash the pile. Oh, I see it. it. He splashed the pile. Now my mother's calling. Hey, Vanessa. Son of a bitch. Wow. And we can all hear it in our ears because we're all hooked up to that computer. (laughs) Hopefully she's listening. Looks like three on noodle. Three on noodle. And that was a good center drop, too. That was pretty fair. And a nat 20 on the 20 side of dime. Look at that. Mm. Hot damn. Hot damn. Uh, And I will trade you. I'll take that. Were there a question? Mm. I can put those in order, maybe. Maybe. How are we doing? Um, Y'all look good. Y'all look good. (laughs) Say that to myself every morning before I leave the house. You look fine. You look okay. It's a very short one. Uh, Wit. What TV show do you wish you wrote for? Ooh, that's a a good one. Um, Two minutes. Hold on. Two minutes and uh, discuss, talk, answer. Uh, Oh. Uh, Okay. So, I mean, the the reality, the TV show that you want to write for is smart and interesting and clever, but without being ostentatious and blah, blah. So, I mean, like, if it's the 90s, you want it to have been Friends. You're like, I wish I wrote for Friends. Mm -hmm. I wish I wrote for Seinfeld. Uh, today, it's probably The Office because, I mean, and again, that's 10 years ago. Uh, it's definitely the thing that I would relate to the most now in terms of, you know, being in corporate America and having coworkers and all of the challenges around that. But then you're also like, don't you want to write for one of those weird shows where weird shit is happening and you have to really, like, hold on to all the different, like, pieces of plot? Um, but let's be honest. I want to write season two of Firefly. That is a stellar answer. That is a stellar answer. Beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I mean, we could all discuss it now, but I don't even know if we should because there's no there's not a better there's there's not a better response. Um uh cancel five minutes to the group, you guys. What kind of show do you think you would write for if you were writing in a show? Like where do you think you would find I mean, your if niche? We, if we were writing sh- like the show that was canceled too soon that we think there should be more of, I would definitely write season two of Lucky. Uh, also a good which none of you have seen. Right, I'm, I'm sure seen of it. Lucky. There's a 0% chance you you've seen. It is so good. It was starring John Corbett. Is that his name? Corbin. Corbett. The guy from Corbin. Sex and the City, the the, the, the carpenter guy. Uh, yeah, I think that's the right. My big fat Greek uh, wedding. Yeah. What was his name? Mm-hmm, John mm-hmm, Corbett? Mm-hmm. I, uh, Corbett? Whatever. He was, he, he was lucky, More and it was about this gambler degenerate gambler in Las Vegas who's trying to not gamble anymore and all the weird things that he got himself into trying to not gamble. And he, like, the idea of the show is that he had really great and really bad luck and it just sort of, like, balanced out to make his life just nonsense. It was so fun. It was so ridiculous. There was a show about meat wars. I was going to say, there was a meat war. There was was meat wars. It was, (laughs) there was some golf cart jousting. <laughs> that sounds fun. There was there were just such great characters in the show and it was so delightfully weird. That's the kind of show I would want to write for is a delightfully weird thing like that or like preacher. Oh yeah. Ooh. I have not three. seen that yet either. Preacher, preacher, so preacher. Good. I don't think I saw three. It's on Hulu. I saw one and two. It's on Hulu. It just mm. came out. Recently. On Hulu. We just found it. We're so excited. How about you? Dude. It makes me, I need to say that because people aren't watching us. Yeah. How about you? Meh. That's not good for them. I had one on the tip of my tongue, and then I kind of got distracted by that because I haven't seen uh, Preacher, but I saw some of the ads for it, and it looked super cool. Yeah, it's great. So I guess 
off the cuff, not remembering what I had in my brain at first. If I could write something, I might go back and rewrite season six, the last season of The Sopranos, and get some satisfaction out of the ending of that damn thing. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. You're not into the nihilism of just fading to black? <laughs> I am totally not. <laughs> I think a lot of people felt that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would fix that, even if it's just for me and it was really selfish. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Mm. I would go back and redo that part. Hmm. We could just do that and just film it in some diner down the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just kind of just make weekend. an ending yeah. of it. Because that would be fine. Who would you like to play? Well, there's not many people left at the end of it, I guess. There's I mean, not many Tony, choices. Right? <laughs> Tony, right? Um, if we saw we rewrite it, we're all Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Then we each get every ending we want like with we, Tony. We make the Into the Spider-Verse ending. <laughs> we all have different versions of Tony. I get to be film noir Tony. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Your reaction was great to that, to that <laughs> statement. All right, how did we do that? I'll take 70s Tony for the nice suits. Mm, yeah. The big glasses. I know it's my turn to roll, but uh, my hands and body is a little busy, so someone's going to have to roll for me. But I'll, I'll ask the question. That sounds good. Sorry, I just like zoned out. Yeah. We're, we're back on the boob, folks. Go ahead, Mike. We are back on the boob. I, I like that you're you trusting had a nice, me with this. You after, had a nice center play. drop. Like the, the dice seemed very Wait, fair on that there? one. what's in there? There's that blue. Is it a post-it? Yeah, what's well, it was, it was in the dice. Oh, well, let's, let's take that out. Yeah. It might be. That was probably my fault. No, no, no. I did it. Oh. No, no, no. I didn't. Yeah, it's three for candy. Three, three for, for candy. candy. Son I mean, of a I pinch. can definitely pull a question. Candy. Yes. What do you think, or how do you think men's and women's friendships are different? Oh, you mean chick relationships, yeah. friendships, and yeah. dude friendships? Um, I, I think I should tie myself. I think that uh, female relationships are a lot more chatty, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, chatty, not catty. Chatty, not catty, right. Uh, and not chatty like henhousey either. Um, just we're encouraged to speak to each other and we're allowed to have feelings and men aren't. Therefore, I think most men friendships aren't probably as. Let me tell you how I feel deep, deep, deep down inside to help me understand who I am as a person and maybe a decision I need to make. I don't know that that's the same. I could be wrong. Uh, in my experience, from things I've been told, I am correct. In my, my put together of that, the main difference between men and women's relationships, because I don't think there's any difference when it comes to loyalty or wanting to make your friend feel better and all of those normal friendship things. I think that's probably the only thing that would be majorly different. Okay, um, let's open that up to discussion because the husband is very concerned. No, no, no? I'm not concerned. Oh. I did the, the, they're different. Or question my question. My we answer. men don't really don't really talk about stuff. We don't. I mean, right. okay, so I was right. I'm, like that's my yeah major monumental correct. life. You know things yeah. that are happening, but then we'll talk about it. But otherwise, we just you know just it's it's much more casual. We don't get into that deep stuff generally. Right. I can't remember the last time I had a deep deep conversation with a male friend. You guys want to have one right now? Right. I was like. We could, we could. That, that's the thing. We really don't. I mean, we really, no, we, yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm like, okay. Like we're good right now. You know, everything's everything's reasonably good. So we wouldn't just 
talk about it. And, you know, most of the time we've been talking about stuff is about video games, beers we like, uh, you know, depending on who it is, bands we like, sports events, you know, I mean, it's just, it's different. That's funny. That made me think about that Lisa Simpson meme where she's like, my interests include shapes, colors, feelings, because that's (laughs) what we talk about, I think, is... I also think that, and, and I, I might be totally off base, but I was, I was thinking about this um, based on, you know, your the husband's friend, uh, old roommate came by to visit a couple of days ago, who he hadn't seen in however long. Oh, the the baby just crazy. stole the microphone. He just stole it. He <laughs> Is there something you it. wanted to say, Bob? He wants to put this in his mouth. Yes, I want to eat this. Right That's here. what I want to say. Um, I think male friendships, while while in some ways they might be less chatty, I think have the ability to last longer. Um, Interesting. Because there tends to be less hurt feeling dramas. I feel like somebody might be your friend for 20 years and, you know, you're just your friends. Right. As opposed to like ups and downs. And and you know what happened when he came over? Like I hadn't seen him in three or four years. He had moved to Wyoming and we, he, he, uh, we basically just played Nintendo, classic Nintendo. We Dr. Mario'd it for a bit, and then we excite biked, you know, and then we Super Mario'd, and we just sat there having a grand old time with each other. It it's like the, no- sa- yeah. Yeah, the same thing you would have done 30 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. you're still playing the same video games right. and just kind of hanging out, and that, in a sense, is bonding. So, I, I mean, I think, I think that's an interesting difference, whereas women would be like, you know, have, I think women are more likely to have drama. Around because they're always talking about something. Yeah. There's always right. something to pull to dissect. There's no drama, but in, in male relationships, it has to something again. It has to be a seismic event for it to be right. drama. Like I'm right. not going to get mad if Dustin doesn't call me. You know, <laughs> if he goes out with Josh or something and doesn't say invite me along, I'm not going right. to be mad. I'm just be like, well, I was probably doing something else anyway, so fine. Because I'm super mad if Dustin doesn't call me. First of all, what the hmm. hell, Dustin? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I will call you more often. Yeah. My sorry. apologies. Apologize in advance. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think we fight about that kind of stuff. Well, I don't fight about that kind of stuff now. No, not now. No. Between the ages of 12 and 20? Sure. Sure, sure as fuck did. Right? I mean, I still, when, when Shelly, when we have a moment to send each other a chat um, during a work day, the thing Shelly says is, how are you? Oh, my God, how are you doing? Tell me everything. <laughs> I'm like, well. I, I sent that text two days ago to somebody. <laughs> Tell it me was everything. Kira. It was Quick, Kira. how are you? All the things. <laughs> With a lot of exclamation points. Fill me in on absolutely everything that's going on in your life as quickly right as possible. Right in the next like 37 seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess you guys don't do that. Uh, if I ask Mike how's work and he says it's fine, then I know my friend still has a job. He's getting a paycheck so he can put food on the table. <laughs> he can eat. He like, can survive. It sounds good to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got his job. He's got his money coming in. He seems to be doing all right. Smiling we when he walked in the door. We should find some time to play, play play instruments again. You know, that's the sort of thing we talk about. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would be and great. And then we will go play the instruments. We won't talk about our feelings. We'll talk about, Mike, that was supposed to be a C... Uh, <laughs> why? Why are you playing an F? You know, like, like, I don't understand what you're doing over there. <laughs> Pick it up. The band is named after you. Pick it up. <laughs> Come on, get Mike. it together. Come on. Come on. Hey, oh, it's your was, role. That was a solid four minutes. That's well, my role. All right. My role. Someone hand me the box. The the sorry lid, please, with the D and D dice. Thanks. I'll fill in for you. Mm. Can you hum? 
that you know what that really wasn't a solid center job. Reroll. It's okay. You just barely kind of. Yeah, Reroll. There's there's a lot of forgiveness there is a lot of on, yeah. this, on there this podcast. Yes. Sounds good. There's a thing. The baby just farted. This is a long one. (laughs) On me. We should really have a baby mic'd. Oh, geez. The baby should be mic'd. I might have a little headset mic, that way it stays on. That would be great. And you know what? We have scotch tape. It wouldn't be too hard to pull off. We can just tape it, right? Let me tape some stuff to your baby. We've already reached the age where we're taping stuff to him. That's just... (laughs) You know what? I have masking tape, actually. That's the right tape. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, that's not super... It'll come off real easy. (laughs) Once he's crawling, that's how you can send a note to mom around the house. Just tape it to the baby. He goes walking off, brings the message across quietly. Dustin, with the good ideas. And that is how you pull your weight. Um, the question for guests, uh, this is guest one and two together answering in two minutes. What's the thing you love about your partner and what was the moment you realized you loved them? Hold on, guys. Hold on. And this is not about each other. It's about you. <laughs> yeah, we had the conversation about not getting about too deep SO. into feelings with each other. Uh-huh. So yeah. Here's your two minutes. Go. You ready, Dustin, or you want me to go first? I think one of the biggest moments for me was a couple of months in when I learned we could travel together really easy. That was a big moment for me. Yeah, that was a big moment. It was, was really nice. big. That was a big test, and we, we took our first weekend trip only a couple of months in. And we're awesome. Yeah. Because we're, we're, I was going to say balls to the wall, but I feel like that's an inappropriate... That was yeah. one of the romance. things that made me yeah, comfortable romance. really early on. I'm like, if we're going to travel well together, if we can pack up and leave for days with just two bags worth of stuff, I think we're going to be all right. This, mm-hmm. this is going to be okay. And no one came down the hill in pieces. No. Like in a trunk, mom. <laughs> Guess number two. Wonderful answer. Well, uh, so the when I realized that I, I, I love Noodle was a very interesting time because we were sitting and just lying next to each other and... Uh, she's like, you know, Mike, on a scale of one to Lucky, my favorite television show, which was canceled, <laughs> uh, she said, on a scale of one to Lucky, you're Caddyshack, which also one of my favorite movies. So, like, I was like, oh, my God, this, this woman understands me. She completely gets me. Um, and I was also like, I, I love you. <laughs> I love you. That, that, is, that is a very slick move. Yeah, that was a mm-hmm. nice line. Yeah, she's, she's, she's clever. But the, the thing I love most about, about her is how kind she is to everyone. Like, she, is, she's, she would give you the, the wardrobe off her back, you know. It wouldn't just be her shirt. She would give you every article of clothing if you needed it. She's just, she's I mean, just, my boobs are out all the time anyway. I really does. <laughs> I don't need the tops. She's just an amazing person, and she's just the kindest person I've ever met. And you know, she makes me want to be kinder. So, aw, that's a good answer. That's very sweet. good answer, Scott. Oh, and that was a solid two right on the minutes. Time. We're we're good at this. That yeah, was God. very good. That was very good. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Noodle lead this round of five minute discussion. Five minutes go. You know, Mike lights up a whole room. He just walks in the door and like it's like magnetism. Everybody turns to look at him and wants to hear what he has to say, uh, and and it inspires me to be more interesting and be like less of 
uh, sit in the corner because I'm like, well, shit, this this charisma is is appealing and inspiring. It like makes you want to be your creative best self. Charisma, um, good word. Yeah. Yeah, describing words. You know, you know, Mike says I'm kind, but he his partnership enables me to feel safe enough to be kind um, because I feel like I have been in a situation or I am actively, I guess it's not, there's no past tense. I am actively in a situation that I am joyful enough in my life that I can try and help other people and like want to spread that joy all over the place. So, you know, Mike, Mike inspires me to be able to be the best and kindest that I can be. Wow, you guys are gross, and those are really good answers. I feel like shit now. <laughs> uh, well, my, my response is um, the to the when you knew you loved them, or probably, possibly, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that moment where you're like, I love this person, wait a second, do, is that too early? What am I, is that crazy? Um, we were at your place, and you were talking, I don't even know what sort of political thing we were discussing, but I was listening to your opinion on the political thing we were discussing and watching you talk, and I was real, real, just kind of in love with what you had to say. Aww. And that happened. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh. Whoa. It was one of those. I'm so yeah. glad you didn't say I wasn't listening because I re- just you realized no, I was so in love. Oh, no, but I was doing that, like, I that was probably one of the first times that I did the... <laughs> like, she made were the you face, doing guys. the, yeah, the, Jer- the, the Jeremy face. Renner meme? I wish yes, everyone yes, could have seen that. Yeah, gaze. but that was a... That was totally the Jeremy <laughs> Renner meme. Yeah, the yeah. gaze. The, oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. You were saying something probably, but I I lost it for a second because I was lost in your eyeballs, like that. Get you someone who looks at you the way a candy looks at Dustin. Aww. Thanks for making me blush. Yay. Once again, I'm glad no one can see it. That this please, right? This is working out really well for everybody. <laughs> um, any other general uh, comments about about love and uh, falling in love? No, I think we're good. I think we covered it. Yeah, we should stop now before we Two start minutes on love. talking about how there's not enough in the world and everything's fucking garbage. <laughs> it's your turn. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It is uh, whose turn? Yours. Mine? Yeah. Oh, wow, that went fast. Really? Well, because I got, I mean, I didn't do it because I had the baby on the boob. So with that... I, I rolled I, I, for right, you right. and you read. Yeah. No, I just read. No, that time was actually my turn. Oh, it's Dustin's turn. Uh-huh. Dustin. Oh. You know what? This is a complicated game. It's easy to lose track. Yeah, that's why I wanted to start with this dumbed-down version. It should not yeah. be on guest again. That's just not right. I think the box was tilted. Did I say dumbed-down version? That was me. No, no, this is not the dumbed-down version. Uh, this is our final round, so let's go with guest. Uh-oh. Let's go with yeah. guest. Sounds yeah. good, then. Yeah. Oh, hey, wait, hold on one moment. I'm going to... Oh, no, go ahead. That's the one. You, I just wanted to pull one out. That was oh, the one okay. you picked. I'm going to pull out one final for the group. Gotcha. Sorry about that. I hope that came through, that, that baby laughter. It, I think it did. Good. He's right, only just recently for... started to, like, sustain laughter as opposed uh-huh. to, like, one burst. It, burst of it. Which is also pretty great. Right. Uh, this is for guest. Guest. Are you ready, Mike? Oh, so ready. I'll try to give more than a three-word answer this time, maybe. Why did you move to L.A., and what was the moment when you decided to do it? It's on the clock for the guest. Uh, I was, I, say it again one more time. Why did you move to L.A., and what was the moment when you decided to do it? Well, I moved to L.A. because I was going to become a really famous actor. Um, And I decided to do it uh, when I was in a class with, uh, at Brandeis with my buddy Jody Bennett. 
and we were in Sam Wiseman's class. I assume Jody also listens to this podcast. Hi, Jody. Jody. Sam Wiseman, uh, who directed many movies. Uh, I can't name one of them right now off the top of my head. Uh, but he, uh, he, we were in his class and we were doing a scene and he's, he's, we were like, what, what should we do? And he's like, don't go to Los Angeles, go to New York, go to New York. Don't go, don't go to Los Angeles. You want to be an actor, go to New York. And so we moved to Los Angeles, uh, <laughs> and I didn't become an actor, probably should have gone to New York. <laughs> but, but Jody, very successful in his career. Uh, but not an actor either, which is what, you know, he wanted to do too. I mean, but he, you know. He stayed in entertainment, yes, yes. but and, and he's quite successful. Yes, he's well. Jody was always the funny one. Jody was the funny one. Dustin, how about you? Uh, I was in my early twenties, living in Mississippi, and wanted to get out, and waited quite a few years for a friend to say, like, "Hey, I'll go with you." I'll, mm. I'll. It looked at Florida, looked at New York, looked at Los Angeles, looked at a lot of different places. Um, but just wanted to experience city life after being in the country for so long. Wanted to get out. Yeah. Wanted to be able to access arts, culture, just things I didn't have access to in Mississippi without driving most of the time to another state. Yeah, that's too far. Yeah. That's <laughs> Every- too much. It doesn't matter what state it is. If you have to change states, right. it's too far. Exactly. Like, if you're not in Delaware and you have to change states for everything, or Rhode Island, like right. one of the tiny states where you just fall out of it five miles away. Yeah. Right. So I, I wanted to get out. I wanted to experience more. And when Rory said he would do it, we did. And we, did. And we covered that earlier with how, just closing a Nintendo. Up, how did you end up picking L.A. over the other ones? It just seemed like a place we would both agree on for it. He wanted to be a writer, so it made sense for him. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do love that you have uh, a couple of people in your life here actively that were in your life in Mississippi, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. Rory is still here. Um, he lives in Silver Lake now. A friend of mine that I worked with just out of high school went into the Navy, got stationed in San Diego, and then moved to Los Angeles. So I still have, yeah, people that I've known for 25 years since the early to mid-90s that are out here now. Wow. Right? It's kind of crazy. That's yeah, crazy. It's, it's actually really nice that I've got some friends from back home out here. Yeah, there are definitely people I went to high school with that live here now. Mm-hmm. But we aren't actively part of each other's lives. Right. I had college. People yeah. I went to college with who I am actively part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Juliet, again, who I assume listened to the podcast. Right. Hello, Juliet. <laughs> Hello, Juliet. Juliet, who, uh, exact, well, I guess they together have two kids. Uh, one of them who's just a little bit younger than Rebel. And he seemed happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a favorable (laughs) response. Um, I have one more. I have one more that I'm going to pose to the entire group, and this will be our final grab bag, uh, which starts out. This was submitted by Booger. That's my sister. Um, (laughs) I just found out that the company which makes the milk we buy has been doing terrible and has been terribly and horribly abusing their cows. Uh, now, I obviously will not buy the milk any longer, but then I found out that Coca-Cola is part of the ownership of this milk brand. Um, is it enough not to buy the milk, or should you cut off ties with everything Coca-Cola makes? What are your opinions on on this? The, the finding out that... Um, Quick, hide the Diet Cokes that we just drank. Right, a brand is not what you thought they were, which unfortunately is happening, you know... Constantly. Yeah. So here's five minutes on the clock. 
you boycott, right? You say we're out. But but Coca Cola literally owns everything. Right, they own everything. So how do you boycott everything? Right. Um, that's that's tough. Do you start with? I mean, I think that you can. You don't buy the milk. Start with the milk. Right, right. I think that's the right thing to do. And then you talk about it. You talk to other people about it. You tweet about it. You ask Coca-Cola, what are you doing? How come you're doing this? Blah, blah. And you kind of go through the layer. Like, how many layers of company are there between this milk and Coca-Cola? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. slowly but surely escalate. But, man, like, Coca-Cola owns every single food product. Right. You know, I mean. What do you do? <laughs> right. What do you do? Do you just not buy shitty food? I mean, probably. Right. That's the thing. And then it's like, well, none of this is good for you anyway. I, I don't necessarily think that boycotts work. But I do know what does work is negative social media in this day and age. Mm. And the more of it you can get going, the better a chance you have of getting some getting change. Because, I mean, if I stop buying Coca-Cola products tomorrow, it doesn't matter. And I, I don't think I have enough cachet uh, with my 28 Twitter followers to, to, <laughs> to make it necessarily, <laughs> to make it ne- my boycott necessarily take hold. A real impact? The more people who at... Um, who at Coca-Cola, you know, that, that will actually make, make, make a difference. I mean, just mentioning this fact on the podcast probably, uh, probably is going to reach more people, you know. I mean, we're certainly going to be tagging Coca-Cola in this. Um, um, and just to put it, it's Fairlife. Fairlife is the, the milk that is actually, I think, was just pulled from the shelves amid the animal oh, abuse well, issues. Oh, there you go. And uh, I think that's extra irritating that it's the one, what, did I, what do I always say? Like, I, I'm real grossed out about the dino care, like, the gas station place that has a dinosaur as its mascot. So like, just like I'm kind of mm, grossed out by yeah. the barbecue place that has a super cute pig wearing sunglasses and winking at you. You know, like, I love Wait, you. Come inside you, and eat me. Are you eating the dinosaur? No, but it's, it's dinosaur I mean, dinosaurs dinosaur make fossil fuels, oil. right? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, you know I, what? I kind of jumped into the middle of an no, issue. No, that makes sense. I just, I'm, I'm very stupid now. <laughs> I used to be very smart. I've gotten very stupid. I mean, this, this milk thing is actually important, too, because it, we're yeah. going to start giving the, ba- the baby human milk. And that, that because once, you know, he's done yeah. breastfeeding. Once he cow milk. that year, yeah. He's going to have cow milk. Yeah. He's, he's have currently cow having cow human milk. He's Noodle right. is very excited about the switch. <gasps> uh, but, you know, obviously we're not going to go with Fairlife now. Right. I just think it's irritating because Fairlife is the one that has those commercials where it's like the cow that's talking to you and you're like best friends and I Fairlife's better. I thought that was better. like a Chick-fil-A commercial. And maybe it's Lactaid. Fairlife and they're being terrible. Like oh, speaking of terrible companies, right. I thought yeah. it was a Chick-fil-A right. commercial. Yeah, we can just talk about Chick-fil-A for an hour. You cannot have fair in your title and of the name of your company and like be shitty. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a good it's a it's a it's thing good. though. It's a good question because it is like the artist. I mean, if you're gonna boycott one question boycott of all. today, do it. Do the right, whole thing. Either you know, just give it up. Yeah, that's kind of the answer. I think, unfortunately. I mean, we shouldn't be drinking soda anyway. We shouldn't be drinking soda. We shouldn't be chewing on this. What do you think? I, I'm looking at dude. <laughs> For audience reference. I mean, you've you've covered the basis so far. Right. Um. <laughs> Definitely change the commercial when that shit's on. Don't watch the show. There's a thing you can do. Don't if you're watch not the show. Yeah. Don't watch the advertising. Right. Don't yeah. watch the show that is sponsored by Fairlife if you are, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's unfortunate because either you go all in or you don't. Yeah. You're, you care enough 
Right. Do you boycott by just not buying the product or do you boycott shows that sell the advertisements? Do you, if Hulu is still running ads for Fairlife, do you bounce off of Hulu? Like how, how far do you want to go with that? Yeah. I mean, you have to tell Hulu why, why. Yeah. You have to tell Hulu why you're doing it, but do do you back out that far? Mm -hmm. You would be out of life pretty soon. (laughs) I don't watch enough TV to care. So actually I can boycott Hulu with no problem. (laughs) What we've learned today is, and and this is happening more and more often because now we know everything and the information is everywhere is everything is garbage. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, that's part of the system needing to be changed. Um, And it is, you know, what you will learn eventually is most of the dairy farms where you're going to get your milk are doing this thing, and then you're going to be like, well, do I have to give up this? And then it's 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 just too grand. So I think you make a choice. You stick with that one thing. I'm not drinking this milk. I'm not having fucking Coke products. And you did your thing. And, and I mean, there's definitely your best to, a to milk spread. company who's out yeah. there who's doing things ethically. But, I mean, you're going to pay $5 a gallon for that milk. And I feel like it's small. I feel like you're talking about local geography I'm mm-hmm. probably not going to get something from that farm in Minnesota in New York I'm not going to get that mm. yeah so it's good luck I guess mm. hope hope you're happy with your milk choice yeah, going fun, going one, forward fun one to end on uh, yeah right and that and uh, that is the end of the grab bag oh wait can I ask one more question, question just for the dudes of course can you I can because I actually I wrote this question and it that was a solid five we did a good on that time well, it yeah. didn't get pulled but this is an important question because oh, it sounds, you know, seems rigged. It, it is. I, I wrote I wrote this one and I put it in there. I hoped it, it got in pulled. It didn't, but that's okay. For the dudes, uh, because this is a show about feminism, I'm going to ask you guys about feminism. Uh, what What do you wish your male friends knew about feminism? And what kind of conversation? I know you guys talk about how we don't talk about this. But, like, if, if you were in the moment of, like, having the conversation, what are the things that you wish your not-so-woke friends knew about having partners who are strong feminists? Like, what would you want to talk to them about when the opportunity arises to have that hard conversation? Hmm. I have a I have a Five lot of lot of woke friends. So this is yeah, it's there's, there's not a lot of people I spend... But, a lot of time with like close there. circle right. I mean, that kind of wouldn't get it necessarily. I, I wish that they, 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 they could just see feminism more as uh, a word meaning equality than just meaning, you know, women, women and, and women power or like some sort of I don't know what, what they magical fairyland they think this is going to be where we are subjugated. Uh, uh, but is what? Yeah, they couldn't. Like, nice, nice. Noodle was very excited about that. She's like, "Yeah, magical fairyland, such a good demand." But in, I don't, I don't even think that would be a bad thing. I think that everybody wins with feminism. I think that you know, everybody having an equal chance at everything is just it's it's good. It's it's a good thing. Uh, like I have coasted through life. Because I am white and male and was born in America. It's it's easy to be a mediocre white man. It's just super easy to, to not have to do anything. Uh, you just kind of show up and stuff works out because, you know, you're white and male in America. And because of that, you know, you are not achieving everything that you possibly could because you don't have to work as hard. And you, it, you will be better. It, you will be better because of feminism. You will be a better man because... Everybody gets the same opportunity. You will have to refine yourself more. You you will become more more you than you would you were in this you know easy world that you you landed in. Do you think there's a way to actually uh, 
say that to somebody who's made a hard and fast decision that it's not okay. Like, it, it, and it's, it's that conversation with that, anybody. It's hard to yeah. tell somebody that they're mediocre. That's, it's it's, it's that, really, yeah. really it's hard mediocre. to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, the, the, what's, what's the saying? Walk into that room with the confidence of a mediocre white man. Yeah, that I mean, is 100% a thing. The, there's yeah, a reason. Because yeah. stuff works out. I mean, it does. And it, a lot of that is just because society is conditioned to think that we are the solution because we have made ourselves be the solution and not let anything else be the solution for all this time. So I don't know the answer to that question. It's it's really hard to say to somebody, you'll be a better person because of feminism, because they're like, what, I'm not good already? What, do you think I'm not great? I am so good. I drive a fucking Dodge Stratus. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to swear. You can pick so that out later. Oh, no, we swear a lot. Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah, we swear a lot. You all... really don't listen to the It's show mostly at swearing. All. It's mostly swearing. <laughs> it's definitely swearing in front of the baby. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, this baby is going to swear. This baby is going to have a wonderful yeah. vocabulary I'm trying to and make be it, able to express himself. I'm trying to make his first phrase be, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. That was a good answer, though. Uh, I think that was a, a good answer. Dustin? I, I still think it's sad that it's even necessary that there has to be a huge feminism fight and there still has to be gay bride parades and things like that. The, the fact that any group right now still has to push that hard to be recognized or to be equal is just sad in general. It just overall. The only reason I can think of why people would like believe that is, is because maybe they know they're mediocre. They don't like, want to get they, tumbled out. Do they know that they have it easy? And they're like, no, I don't want things to be less easy. It's been easy for so long. Yes. We don't want to yes. let other people into the playpen. We have yeah, it easy no, right now. I do think it's a fear of power. I think yeah. it's a fear of if this dynamic shifts. Oh, shit. I mean, considering the women I know, I am looking forward to the day when women are running things, frankly. I'll tell you what, there's like going to be a lot more mimosas. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you had me at meh, mm-hmm. and you right? won at Moses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I could go for Thanks for letting me sneak that last question in. That was a great question. That was a phenomenal question. I mean, I was hoping it was going to come up organically, but like, I know. we're going to make it happen. I know, we really... We had a good amount of stuff yeah. in there this time. Yeah, no, it was good. Mm-hmm. There's one in there that I put that we didn't pick, but it just says baby seals. <laughs> Yay or nay. Bummer, right? Like, just <laughs> what? Baby seals. Discuss. Um, we are going to, uh, if you listened to last month, uh, which was the June episode, we did our first uh, political minute that was the Democrat Showcase. Uh, this is round two of the Democrat Showcase. And this time around, we will be discussing Castro, Yang, Gabbard, Globacher? Globacher. Globacher? 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 I thought it was Globacher. Swallow? Doesn't speak well for her chances. Swallow? And de Blasio. Swalwell? 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 Oh, I did write it down, though. I did write it right. I just said it wrong. Okay. Um, Noodle, take it away with your uh, Political Minute Dem Showcase Round 2. Yeah. So, Round 2. And I'm pretty sure everybody that we're going to talk about here is going to make it to the next round of debates. Um, so I've been, like, tearing them up as we go. So these are these are people that should make the next round. Uh, I'm going to say very quickly, debate nights one and two. A lot of things happened. There were some really good standout moments. The universal decision has been that Warren and Harris won the day, uh, which is great. So, which is why I'm not talking about them for a while. Right. No, there's going to be yeah. um, more to talk about later. So, uh, Julian Castro is a former housing secretary uh, for the HUD. 
Uh, he's a former mayor of San Antonio, and he is running on a platform of universal pre-K, Medicare for all, and immigration reform. In the Dem debate, he uh, called out police brutality by listing names of victims like on stage and was not messing around with it, which was great. Uh, he had a really nice nod to reproductive rights, specifically reproductive justice, um, and the trans community. And he had a really good line of, adios Donald Trump, which was pretty great. Um, and he's working hard about repealing the laws about uh, making crossing the border illegally a federal crime. So he'd like it to just be like, whatever, it's a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. And incidentally enough, there's been a lot of talk about like, maybe we're all looking at the wrong Texan in that we're paying a lot of attention to Beto instead of Castro. Uh, Andrew Yang. Uh, Andrew Yang his fans adorably refer to themselves as the Yang Gang, which is just, adorable. Like, makes me super happy. Uh, he is a former tech executive who founded an economic development nonprofit. So he doesn't have any actual political experience at all. But like in this day and age, that seems to be a thing. Um, he is running on universal basic income. That is 100% his jam. And he's actively using it in that he picked, I think it was like 50 Twitter followers, and he's giving them $1,000 a month, no strings attached, to live on, to like see her. So he is wow. walking the walk and talking the talk, which is great. Hmm. Uh, and the, the baby farted twice. <laughs> twice. Uh, so that's pretty rare that to have a, a candidate like have their policy and then implementing the policy like while they're running. Actually testing it out and, yeah, and so. doing, yeah. So I think that's super cool. Um, he, he's also running on a lot of robotics and AI platforms, so that's cool. And uh, it was a surprise, but he did qualify for the next debate already. Nobody was sure if that was going to happen, but he made that happen right away. Uh, and he, he said thank you at the end of the debate, which nobody else did. He liked oh, that's wonderful. the moderators and the people watching, as opposed to just being like, I'm great, cool. He was like, thanks, guys. So uh, I, like, you know, I like him. Uh, I get a lot of emails from him. Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> Uh, is a congresswoman from Hawaii, uh, and she's a veteran. And she has publicly apologized for her anti-gay history and gave a really big shout-out to uh, the LGBTQ... Uh, they're pet-friendly, I assume they're the baby-friendly. Uh, she got she definitely like she did a big shout out during the debate and like has been on record being like hey guys like this was totally my bad let me change that so that's, I like that's good that she mm. admitted her mistakes um, her biggest uh, component component her biggest policy is uh, around opposition to military intervention overseas um, she was the first Hindu member of Congress and in 2016 she resigned as the vice chair of the DNC to formally support Bernie Sanders oh interesting. so also. Uh, she was walking her talk by she was saying, "Hey, I can't, I can't be nonpartisan in this. Like, I'm, I'm gonna support Sanders." Uh, no info yet on how that's impacting her right now. Mm -hmm. Tulsi is, she, she's controversial, but like I said, we're only gonna talk about the the good things for this for this portion. Uh, Amy, unsure of how to pronounce her last name. Klobuchar, Klobacher, however it is, is a senator from Minnesota. She was very famous quickly for her questioning of Brett Kavanaugh during his hearings. She was like very mm. seriously like your dick and getting through, like cutting through the chase. And she was this very like modicum of dignity and 
seriousness in an otherwise just circus event. Yeah. So that definitely escalated her to fame quickly. Um, her focus was around swing states. She was like, hey, guys, the blue's vote in blue, the red's vote in red, let's get to purple. So that's an interesting, different approach. Um, her major policies around combating the, o- the opioid crisis and decreasing drug costs, which is uh, drug costs, which is good. She has joined with Gillibrand and Harris to actually address the migrant situation. Uh, address like actively the, right yeah, now. Like she's, she's doing this yeah. right now. Like good. They had a huge press conference. The three of them showed up together and are writing policy to try and change it. And she is um, advocating for automatic voter registration, which I'm a big fan of. And she is not taking any money from corporate PACs quite publicly. That's fantastic. There was a whole thing about she's mean to her staff. And I did a lot of research on this. And like it's it's absolutely no different from any other story you've heard from any other male politician. The difference is that she's a woman. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Solwell or Swalwell, whatever this guy's name is. He's a congressman from California. He's invest. He, he's running on a policy of I'm going to investigate Trump because he was a prosecutor. Uh, a national ban on assault rifles and innovation for medical research. His big um, moment in the debates was he told Joe Biden to pass the torch, and Biden was like, "I'm still holding the torch." Um, so that was his like breakout moment. Unamused. Yeah, and, and her uh, face went slack. It, it's funny, like a lot of a lot of the rest of the country is like, "Ooh, this guy from California," and we're in California, and I was like, "Who?" So you know, right. I mean, it's 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 hit and miss. It's it's a weird name to try and follow. And the last piece I have is De Blasio, who is uh, the current mayor of New York City, and he is running on universal pre-K and his ability to decrease crime rates and that's all I'm going to say about de Blasio he's very tall uh, and this is a reminder for someone who is just coming in on round two that there was an agreement in the beginning when Noodle decided to do this that she wouldn't say anything negative about anybody so that is all we've got on de, de Blasio tall uh, yep yeah, so next one we'll do whatever the next round is we're getting closer to the front runners so that's good yeah um, and I'll spend a little bit more time going a little bit more in-depth as we progress, but we yeah, just we make sure that we talk about everybody. So, again, I'd like to remind our listeners to read about the candidates, pay attention, listen to the debates, and vote. Uh, that yeah, I was silent because I was thinking about a ding, like a triangle noise. I didn't actually put one in. I just thought about it. <laughs> which isn't necessarily helpful. Uh, we do want to ask you guys to uh, always send grab bag questions and topics whenever you can. Uh, you can DM us on Instagram. You can send them to podcast at gmail.com. You can also find a uh, grab bag submission button at candypresents.com. Uh, would anyone like to plug anything? This is plug time. You can find me on most Monday nights uh, on Twitch channel Scabby Rooster. At, on the Twitch stream, Total Party Kills. And we will link that. We will link that. It's Dungeons and Dragons and comedy. That's a good time. I mean, that's good stuff. What else do you need? Disney songs. Disney songs. That would make a difference. Uh, Noodle, any last minutes? Uh, just, you know, follow Books on My Baby if you want to see this kiddo's face instead of just listening to his, uh, listening to his little noises and hearing us talk about his parts. Yeah, that you can put a... Uh, a <laughs> little, little more with the farts, yeah. Which congratulations, Revel. That was a. This has been wonderful. 
right? He's such a good boy. He's yeah, good from, boy. from all of us, including the husband, dude, and baby human. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.